What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Collegeville Conversation. I'm your host, Jason Phelan. Now, this past weekend, the AFC and NFC championships happened for the NFL, and you know we had to cover them right here on the CC. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. So as you guys may know, both of these championship games had some somewhat interesting storylines beforehand. Like, for example, we'll start with the AFC Championship first. This had a lot of trash talk before it, and it was very highly anticipated. Um, Burrow versus Mahomes, both teams being almost nearly equally stacked, but I would say that the Bengals are more so well-rounded as a team than the Chiefs are. But there was a lot of trash talk beforehand. Like, for example, the mayor of Cincinnati disrespecting Patrick Mahomes by having asking Joe Burrow to take a DNA test to see if he was Patrick Mahomes' father. It doesn't get any more disrespectful than that, in my opinion, people. Having someone take a DNA test to prove if they're your father. I mean, I get that Burrow has beaten Mahomes three out of four times prior to this game, I would say, or maybe even after now. Um, but that's just, that's just ridiculous in my opinion, but two of the best young quarterbacks in the game that will be taking over, taking the league by storm. Well, Mahomes already has taken the league by storm. So is Burrow, but you know what I mean? They're going to be dominating for years to come. And that was just one part of the disrespect that happened. The other part that occurred was when. Bengals players and some fans started calling Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs, that had to have lit a fire underneath you. Burrowhead. Calling your stadium after the opposing quarterback. Are you kidding me? That is just unreal in my opinion. Chris Jones. Defensive Player of the Year candidate for the Kansas City Chiefs. He even mentioned it in one of his pregame press conferences. He said, all right, I'll see you all at Burrowhead. That got a little bit of a laugh outside of the um, the press. Got a little bit of a laugh outside of some fans too, including me. I thought that was pretty cool. That set the tone for what could have been a classic, classic game for the NFL in this AFC Championship. And you know what? It somewhat turned out to be a classic game. It was close scoring all the close scoring the whole game. Close scoring. Um it seemed to me that both teams offenses were kind of slow. However, Mahomes and Kelsey, you know that duo, they're always going to get it done. They're always going to get it done. They they connected for six, got something in the end zone and got the offense off the ground. Um, Burrow and the Chiefs responded right back. Couple of nice catches by T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. They came right back and tied the game. So, the big, the big portion of this game, people accused the refs of helping out the Kansas City Chiefs, and honestly. You may even be able to say that that was the case in a way. If you see on some plays. Now, let's get this out of the way first. 
Osai did push Patrick Mahomes when he was out of bounds. Very much so, he pushed him out of bounds. No, sorry, he didn't even push him out of bounds. He was already out of ba- he was already out of bounds when Osai pushed him. It was clearly clearly unnecessary roughness. But it's not even like that's what cost them the game cuz it seemed like they were already in field goal range anyway when that play occurred. But however, on some plays, you could see that there were one, not one, not two, but three Kansas City Chiefs uh, defensive linemen holding on the can holding on the Kansas City Chiefs. Holding on the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean. Sorry, sorry. Um and Mahomes has been getting that for a little while now. Accusations that the refs have been helping him out throughout his career so far. But overall, all in all, Mahomes is a great quarterback. He's he's going to go down as one of the greatest to ever do it without question. But I don't know. We will we will see. Also, another question after this game is Mahomes' ankle. Obviously, you could see throughout the whole entire game that he was he was limping all like almost all the way through the whole game. He was limping. After the game, he shouted out his the Chiefs athletic trainer. Shout out to her. But obviously, with a quarterback like Mahomes, and and any quarterback for that matter, the an ankle injury is a brutal one. You know? Um he could have very he could have very well just rolled over, got some surgery of some sort, got a little bit more treatment on that and missed a few games. But Mahomes is just not built like that. He has that dog in him, you know? He's got that dog in him. He's going to play through stuff like that. And he damn well played through that injury. He he willed his team to victory. That's what great quarterbacks do. That's what legends do. And Mahomes is just that. All-around great QB. Much respect to Patrick Mahomes. Much respect to him. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Great season. More than confident you'll be back next year. Now for the NFC Championship. Let's go. The NFC Championship. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Xfinity. Before the game, the San Francisco 49er fans thought they were going to do an Xfinity Live takeover. That's fine. That's fine. You can do that. And given that they did, they did rent out Xfinity Live for a for a party the nights before the NFC championship that's fine but now when you disrespect Rocky Balboa Rocky Balboa's statue by placing a jersey over him of your team that's when shit gets real for you guys you didn't learn anything from the Minnesota Vikings. They did their skull chant over the Rocky statue. On, on the art museum steps. They put their jersey 
over Rocky. And what happened the next day? 38 to 7. We advanced to Super Bowl 52. The Philadelphia Eagles did. When will these other fan bases learn? You do not disrespect the champ, Rocky Balboa. Ever. Ever. It was over the second they put that jersey over Rocky Balboa. You know what I'm saying? It was over. Now let's get to the actual game. We had Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts for a quarterback matchup. Um, Eagles going up against the number one ranked defense in the NFL. So this game is notable because within the first two quarters, the Eagles got to Brock Purdy a lot. Got to him a lot. In the first court, in the first couple quarters, they had trouble stopping Christian McCaffrey, though. But that's all right. Given that man, Christian McCaffrey is different. He is different. You know what I'm saying? If you have him on your fantasy team, more often than not, you'll make the playoffs. You might even win it all. But he is different. But you want to know who else is different. The Eagles' D-line is different. The Eagles' O-line is different. Devonta Smith is different. A.J. Brown is different. Dallas Goddard is different. Jalen Hurts, MVP finalist, is different. You mean? Different, different, different. Now, given that even after Purdy went out with an elbow injury and was not able to return to the game. Wish him a speedy recovery, by the way. Definitely. We would never wish injury on anybody. Ever. No matter who they are. In football, at least. Um, we got to him quickly. The 49ers O-line failed to protect him. And that's what led to the injury, which was also a fumble on this, at the same time. Which then came in NFL journeyman Josh Johnson. And after that, the Eagles got to Josh Johnson too many times as well. They got him out of the game. Almost. It almost got to the point where Christian McCaffrey had to start taking snaps at quarterback. Almost got to that point. But... The Eagles' run game was just on fire all day. All day. Miles Sanders, two TDs. Boston Scott, a rushing touchdown. Not a, t- not a running back, but can we talk about Devonta Smith's amazing catch? I will say, though, that that might not have been a catch, but that's on, excuse me, that's on Kyle Shanahan for not pulling the challenge flag. That's on him. Anyways, the Eagles got the playoff in time. Scored. We put up, the Eagles put up 31 points on the number ranked defense in the NFL. 30 
one points on the number one ranked defense in the NFL. Now, given this, given this, Bosa, Nick Bosa, also got pretty banged up during the game. But he never really got to Jalen Hurts. The Eagles' O-line is just second to none. Nearly all, if not all, the O-line are pro bowlers. Lane Johnson, superb. Jason Kelsey, the heart and soul of Philadelphia. Heart and soul of this Eagles team. Superb. Landon Dickerson. Superb. Amazing. Jordan Mailata. Superb. Isaac Sumalo. Superb. Amazing. What more can be said about that O-line? Eagles ended up winning the game 31-7 pretty handily to advance to Super Bowl 57. The matchup is set. It's all there. Eagles, Chiefs, February 12th, kickoff at 6.30 p.m. We'll see you there.